Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Fox 2 News and News 11. The power of 2 at 6 a.m. There's still going to be homeless people and they got to go somewhere. Is they going to go somewhere unsafer than this? A homeless encampment is removed from the lawn of St. Louis City Hall, where dozens of those unhoused residents are now what's being done to improve homelessness in our area. St. Louis aldermen approved changes to the rules for short-term rentals. Why some property owners say these changes are concerning. Every phone, TV, and radio in the U.S. will get an emergency alert today. What you need to know about the nationwide test happening this afternoon. Good morning on this Wednesday, October 4th. You're watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm Ty Hawkins in for John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Lede. We're going to start with some breaking news now. Checking in with our Nissan Roadrunner, Nick Lopez, who is uh, live on the scene of another house fire this morning. This one in Illinois. Nick, what's happening at this scene? Yeah, I just arrived here on the uh, 5100 block of North Park Drive in Washington Park. And you can see here there's a, a house fire here. Uh, you know, the, the home seems to be pretty badly damaged right now. Fire crews from multiple different agencies I can see are here working on this fire. Now, I, I just arrived here just a couple moments ago, so I'm still working to figure out exactly what happened here. When I do, I'll let you know. In the Nissan Rogue Runner, Nick Lopez, back to you. All righty, thank you so much, Nick, for that update there. Right now we're taking a live look at our Together Credit Union roof cam on this hump day, halfway through the work week, 71 degrees to start out. Angela Huddy has a look at your full forecast. And if you think of that hump as more of a hill, we're headed down that hill. Ooh. So we're down the valley. Yeah, peak, but, now we're down know, the valley. I think this is one that folks aren't going to mind now because mm -hmm. we could use some rain first and foremost. And second, I think folks are looking for a little bit of a cool down. I, some folks even that don't mind the warmth, maybe you're saying, hey, maybe not that warm. 89 degrees again yesterday. Now that cold front, the first of two that we're waiting on, is pushing in. And that's bringing some rain to the northwest corner, especially of the St. Louis area. We've had some showers in Gasconade, Montgomery, Warren, Lincoln, Pike counties this morning. Even a few sprinkles trying to squeeze out over Jersey County right now. But most of the area is dry. This sort of initial rain getting eaten up by our drier atmosphere. So a mix of clouds and sunshine this morning. A lot of us are dry, but let's watch the skies and take an umbrella or rain jacket with you because that afternoon commute, I think there'll be a better chance of scattered showers and maybe even isolated thunderstorm around. Still on the warmer side today, highs are going to be in the 80s, but cooler air is on the way. We'll talk about just how chilly it's going to be by the weekend coming up in a bit. Right now, though, let's get a check on those roadways. How are we looking at 6 a.m., Amelia? Uh, 6 a.m. is looking really good, Angela. If you're maybe going to school or maybe going to the gym before you get started with your workday, everything is moving quite nicely. So let's get a check of those major corridors, major interchanges, and roadways for you. Why don't we? So here's a live look at 44 in the city, 55 in kind of that South County, Butler Hill area, a little 
south of 270, 64 and that 170 interchange also moving quite nicely. So wherever you're driving, yes, it's not going to be a lonely drive, but you will get to any of your destinations quite easily. Time Blair. Thank you, Amelia. The homeless encampments on the St. Louis City Hall, the one that's been on the lawn and been growing for some time, well, it's gone this morning. Meanwhile, a major homeless advocate set to speak out later today. And the Power of Two's Chris Renier is live downtown this morning with details on the latest developments in this ongoing drama. Chris? Blair, good morning to you. Ty, good morning to you as well. We are just outside of City Hall here. Fencing, you can see now up around the area where the homeless encampment used to be. Sign saying this area is now closed for restoration. It is the same setup at a park just across the street from our location this morning. Members of Mayor Tashara Jones' administration saying the last people who were living in tents here for some time were moved to transitional housing last night about 7:30 we can show you video of this fencing going up around city hall here yesterday authorities telling us they are enforcing the overnight park curfew here since city hall sits on park ground the mayor's office telling us american rescue plan act or arpa funds are being used to make sure enough shelter was available for the people who had been living in tents here the city shutting down this homeless encampment after the mayor's administration cited fights, reports of city hall workers being accosted, and repeated police calls and medical emergencies as reasons for putting an end to the situation here. We spoke with city officials and people who were living here, including one man who was emotional about what happened. His wife is pregnant, and they have two dogs. Have some compassion. Treat, treat us like you would treat your family members. We're still human. We're not animals. They, what they did last night was a, a disgrace to the leaders of this city. We have encouraged individuals for the past two months at the City Hall site to find some shelter and certainly our outreach teams have been able to go out and place some people in shelter and some people in transitional housing. Uh, if they choose not to go, that is up to them, but we invite them to uh, use some of the beds that we have available. Larry Rice, a longtime homeless advocate in our area, is set to hold a news conference at this very location. This afternoon, we're told that Rice will address the homeless situation and what he calls the suffering inflicted upon the homeless by the current policies of the Tashara Jones administration. For now, live downtown, I'm Chris Vernier. Thank you, Chris. 605 new this morning, a vacant house fire caught on fire. Vacant house catches on fire, rather, early this morning. This happened in South St. Louis over on Nebraska Avenue just before 430. Our Nissan Rogue Runner was on the scene as firefighters battled the heavy flames burning through the roof of the house. No injuries were reported. One firefighter was hurt uh, fighting a fire at the University of Illinois football stadium. This was in Champaign last night. This fire started in a maintenance area around 8 o'clock at night. Workers say they heard a loud boom and then they saw black smoke. Officials say the fire likely started in a car used for groundskeeping. I mean, there's tires on it. Sometimes when a tire does, uh, they, as they burn, they sometimes pop. Again, we're still looking at some other things. We don't know what all was in that area, um, but that, that pop, that explosion may have been a tire letting loose. Officials do not think the fire will have any impact on Friday night's game between the Fighting Illini and Nebraska.
A retired Missouri Supreme Court judge is now chief training officer in the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office. Judge George Draper III has been selected to train attorneys in his new role. Draper retired last August after serving at the state's highest court. He is the 20th attorney to join the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office since Gore took over for outgoing Circuit Attorney Kim Gardner. Draper previously worked with the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office from 1984 to 1994. He served on the Missouri Supreme Court for more than a decade. Every phone, TV, and radio will be having an alarm go off this afternoon, but it is only a test. The Federal Emergency Management Agency will test the emergency alert system along with a message saying this is a test. This will happen around 1.20 this afternoon. It will last 30 minutes. Since all wireless phones that are turned on and not in airplane mode will receive the test, the National Coalition of Domestic Violence advises those at risk or in abuse situations to power off any hidden devices that victims might rely on for help. If you or someone you know is in a domestic violence situation, the National Hotline offers help 24 hours a day. That number is at the bottom of your screen. Give you a live look at St. Louis Lambert International Airport at 607. A new report says business really taking off. This is good news. TSA tracks the number of passengers going through its checkpoints and taking off from Lambert. Data shows this year, 10 weeks of more than 130,000 passengers. There were more that peaked that high last year. None, rather. The added travelers are helping boost the argument for a long-awaited airport transformation to a single terminal with 62 gates instead of two terminals with just 54. It's going to cost some dollars, though, an estimated nearly $3 billion. Well, this morning, the airlines at St. Louis Lambert International Airport agreed to help pay for more airport improvements. They're going to build a new central utility plant to power Terminal 1. Most of it dates back to 1956 when the terminal opened. The airport plans to build a new de-icing pad. The project will also move the airfield maintenance operations and tear down the vacant Air National Guard buildings. All of that work expected to cost $331 million.